2018 valedictorian to tell you that you couldn't break me. And I'm still here. I'm still here strong. second episode of the Melanated Minds podcast. I am Mahogany. And I am Jamie. And we have our very special guest here. Her name is Audra. Audra. I wish we had like a drum roll. We're going, <laughs> but we're just going to put that in for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Audra. <laughs> As she puts her head down. Uh, hi guys. Audra is our friend from school and the theme of this week's episode is going to be and I'm using my air quotes high school reunion (laughs) and so this week we're going to be throwing it back with Audra and talking about a bunch of different things how we've evolved now and then we're also going to be bringing some stories to you uh, that have happened in a high school setting that was Jamie's (laughs) air At least it smelled good. <laughs> it's, it's all good. That was Jamie's air, you know. Y'all gonna hear that because nobody got time. <laughs> and let's just bring that back. We've been knowing Audra since when did we seventh grade? Yeah, middle school. Yeah, yeah. So that's like way before high school, right? So there's a lot of history in that relationship with all three of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something special. And y'all met first, right? Like, I feel like I didn't meet you until maybe High eighth school. grade. No, I'm maybe. Ninth grade. When you came to Hebron. I feel like you came to Jamie's house, though, when we were in middle school. Oh, maybe. probably. Like, I was at Audra's house yes. a lot, though. No, there was a track meet. Wasn't there a track meet? Uh, there were always no track meets. There's always track meets. Oh. Always <laughs> were you in track in middle yeah, school? Yeah, I was at I was at Arbor Creek, and then I think that's how we met. But probably at a sleepover, at too. Meet. Okay, that sounds about right. Oh, there. God, that's some good memory. I'm remembering the ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking back, and I remember because both of us had blue outfits, right? Like, we all blue had track blue outfits. outfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just visioning Audra <laughs> as Audra then. Yes. So that's 10, 12, that's like 15 years. Yeah, that's definitely yeah, mm-hmm. more than, because it's been 10 years since we graduated. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. 10 we years. Old. I know. Y'all old. Hey, <laughs> no. Um, I think both of y'all are older than me. Actually, so we are. Y'all yeah, old. So. Well, all is well. All is well. <laughs> all right. So. Of course, there's always something in the news. Black folks always in the news. And you got the news. I, I mean, they have no choice. And because we're talking about our 10-year high school reunion and it being 10 years, let's talk about the valedictorian at DeSoto High School. I'm still going to call her the valedictorian because... Right. <laughs> right? You know, yeah. she is. She's forever the valedictorian. You know, so... Story happened at DeSoto High School where Destiny Brandon, she was, I guess, denounced as valedictorian mm-hmm. because the numbers were wrong. Mm-hmm. And therefore, well, actually, Heidi, 
I want you to talk about them. Okay, so Destiny Brandon was the valedictorian of DeSoto High School. In her speech, I don't know what to call it. Her, It was her speech, yeah. In her farewell speech, whatever you want to call that, she basically shed some light on things that she experienced while she was a student at DeSoto High School. She talked about how um, the teachers cared more about athletics. The district cares more about athletics. Um, the fact that there were teachers there and she knew that they did not care about her education. She knew that they didn't care about her actually learning. And um, I guess she said all that to say, here we are and here we're about to go, you know, so make the most of it. Well, after she made this speech, DeSoto High School and its administrators suddenly found out that they had uh, miscalculated some things and that not only was she not number one, she was actually number three. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of crazy to me. How the hell she go from number one to number three? Like your, your calculations were off that much? Because they went from their spring scores and their fall scores to their spring scores. Mm-hmm. Which, why would you do that anyway? Why, if you're going to fuck up, just fuck up and let it flow. Don't. And how many kids has that happened to that we don't know about? Mm. Right. And why was it found out after the speech? I feel like they went and started digging or, you know, I feel like she might have pissed them off. And then, well, yeah. and that's how her family feels too, apparently. You know, they feel like she was too real for y'all and y'all just let her go. And so, you know, being the valedictorian also gives you a free year of college tuition. And in so, school in Texas. Yeah. And so, in stripping that from her, they also stripped away her first year of college tuition. And Homegirl had already registered for like 16, 16 credits. Was it 16? I was mm-hmm. about to say 16, 16 or 18. Credits. Yeah. So, she was registered for 16 credits or hours in, in college. And you only have to register for 12. At UT. Yeah. On top of that, everyone, which my experience, I'm with the Texas State, a lot of people, especially African-Americans, they went to UT. Why not? I, I, was, I wasn't even near close to being valedictorian. <laughs> I don't know who y'all were, but I wasn't. I would have went to UT too. But you had people from like, what? Campbell, uh, Duncanville, all these people getting into UT because they were valedictorian, which that's pretty legit to me. It's crazy because now they have a GoFundMe to try to get this tuition, but you know they fired the person who made the error. But why can't they dish out twenty five thousand mm-hmm. in their error? They should still do that. Absolutely, they, they have. They that. have that. Both of the students, the one who was in fourth place, well, now the uh, the true valedictorian, he was trying to get into Texas A&M. He's already in. Well, he's in, but now they're trying to make him pay. They're, he's trying to make, him and his family are trying to make DeSoto pay for his tuition. As they should. Correct. As, As they should. The they need to pay for somebody. Some, yeah, they need to, well, they need to pay for both of them. Yeah. Second and third mess up like eh, y'all don't count but they need to definitely pay so they're looking into that but destiny said that no one has reached out to them but DeSoto is saying on the record that we have reached out to the families and we care but destiny said no one has spoken yeah. out or they reached got out some to extra them. money they fired their principal and yeah listen whoever else was responsible and i wonder that would be a good question to ask siri or google who is responsible for doing that in a school like who does that is it the counselor is it like how was that mistake made 
think it's the, is it the counselors? I no? don't think so. And then how did y'all figure out after graduate? You know, after well, that party. Well, counselor because our mom was a counselor there. Somebody administrative. I don't know. Yeah, like how did y'all figure how, what happened that it was after the graduation ceremony that these when that should all be counted? squared away? Yeah. Like, why are you still yeah. going over those metrics after yeah. graduation? That should have been done. It's just suspect. Which is probably AF. why, like, yeah, you definitely <laughs> yeah. did that to take that away from her. I have to be the outlier. I do feel like, in a way, was that the best platform for, you know, for her to bring that up, the, the right audience was the timing right. Like, if those were genuinely your thoughts, is the graduation the place to address those things? Like, yeah, why not? It's going to be the last time that she's in front of anyone to say what she has to say. And they gave her a platform that's going to be received by a wide, it's going to be received by school board members and all types of people. Because, you know, your high school officials are there, but your school board members are at the graduations as well. At the same time, when you have a concern, you can take things straight to the school board. You can have a meeting. You can. It's easy to get a meeting. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there are other ways to go about bringing things. You know, I know that in her mind, she's probably like, "Oh, this is the best opportunity to do this." But I just. I can't help but feel like mm, probably could have done it differently. But, you know, I just think about that because I would have done it that way. Being that is focused on money and going and you see colleges thriving because of football team, even little ass Texas State. They their football team was not great at all, but they built this big stadium to draw in more people for more money. It always is centered around money. So I think when we're dealing with money, you have to put it on a big platform because you go behind closed doors and talk to the principal, talk to the board members, and nothing is done about it. And especially when we're talking about our education, I'm sure she's not the only one that felt that her education wasn't being taken seriously when she was given the best education that she could have been at DeSoto. So I think that has to be on a broad scale and a large platform for people to hear because they can go behind you know they can go behind closed doors and be like okay thank you for coming right, right but we still need this check you know <laughs> what i mean so i can I, I think that was a good thing and i mean it's no different than people when you know they do um college graduation or graduations and they come and talk to or they have the guests um, speaker come and talk about Black Lives Matter at these HBCU schools right, yeah. because it's a big platform. Right? And it's a real problem in Texas oh my with football and athletic mm-hmm. departments and all of that. And you know, definitely as a trainer, I saw all the stuff that these football players were getting at the time. I know that in Frisco, it's changing because you know they're starting to require that parents and students pay for their supplies and things that they were getting for free before but they were spending so much money on this stuff like getting free jackets equipment swag shoes um you know and think about how big football was at hebron all those we talked about that just the other day you and i about how i know for a fact some of our and i'm just going to be really blunt black football players that were starting but were barely passing Mm -hmm. ninth grade 10th grade math Mm -hmm. and then they're a senior and then we're not you know Hebron was a predominantly white school it was a football school 
and you got you've got these coaches that are required to teach a course, right? Mm-hmm. And so during football season, they're not they're not really concerned them. with the academia either. And then you have our black guys graduating high school not prepared to succeed in college because they don't know mm-hmm. shit. But they pass them along in college too. Yep, they do. Or they pass they, them along in college. They either do that or they flunk out, and then they're back here on the streets. Have Looking we crazy. Seen that we have seen too? that, and it's so unfortunate because they're being sold, you know, this false. Yeah, you're dream. Gonna, you're gonna go to the to college and play, and then you're gonna get drafted by the NFL. Exactly, it's gonna be great. And no back, no backup plan because they never took their academic seriously, or never thought about what they wanted to do outside of that, or mm-hmm. were pacified too much and can't deal with real life stuff out here. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. frustrating. I know me even, and I want to say it's just like a sports thing as a whole because I played or I ran track, but I didn't even really run track. I was just on the track team, right? Then I. Did, like shot put and discus just so I could mm-hmm. get out of school and go to the meets. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had a Spanish teacher. I blew her class off completely. Didn't do I shit on purpose because I just <laughs> didn't want to, you know? Yeah. And she had me stay after class one day and she was like, we're going to talk about what you have to do to catch up. And this lady literally sat and just went in there and gave me grades. I ain't going to say who she was because I love her. I ain't trying to snitch. But it, if it happened to little old me who didn't do mm-hmm. anything in track on the track team, really. Right. These uh, starters, these football players who go on the state and helping them get money for different programs and X, Y, Z. They you know, have they, to do no yeah. homework. And it, I think, too, like Audra said, they aren't prepared mm-hmm. when they go. They don't, and because, or, and they don't have anything other than football. But they, and when they get to college, they have tutors, they have private tutors, they have a fucking, um, allowance mm-hmm. like they have everything they need to the, succeed to succeed and the and the teachers know the teachers like okay we know this is whatever what do you need let's stay after or I'm gonna tutor you after oh no I'm just gonna see that you're showing effort to show up you know I've been around football players and it was the same thing like see, what yeah, I have a little crazy. cousin and he played football mm-hmm. and him I've seen you know just like watching him over the years anytime he's in study hall he's snapping like but he's there and he's doing yeah. the work you know like so he's one of the ones that oh he actually does he actually did the work got his degree got his master's degree and still got drafted yeah and so it's all about and that's ideal right like yeah you have a backup plan there's nothing wrong with going to the nfl but most of the time you have these fine. football players in the nfl even who don't get injured and then they're done and they don't they start drinking and they don't know what to do with their lives because they're not educated and they got head injuries and they're black mm. <laughs> and they're black and that's another element of you know strife but I think there's an educational point here because we like to educate while we can blame a lot on the foundation of school or the teachers or the coaches what's going on in the household to where you're not pushing your children I guess sons in this case more specifically our young black males to study hard to do the work to have a backup plan because the amount of energy that we saw a lot of the black football players at Hebron uh, parents put into them like what? Oh, you going to this? You doing this? We spend right. this much money, but yet we see a lot of them out here 
not doing nothing, sleeping on couches. It's sad. It's so sad. And you look back and you're like, man, I remember he had all the girls. Yeah. He was so fine. He was so good. And then it's like, bro, what happened? Get your life. (laughs) But... And then where were your parents? They knew. That's what I'm saying. Your parents yeah. knew you weren't where you needed to be, and they thought you were gonna just make them rich one make day. Make them rich and, one day. You know, they weren't preparing you for success either. It starts at home. We it cannot home. leave it up to the schools to raise our kids because yeah, they don't care. Our black kids and prepare our black kids. Then on the other hand, my that husband part. went to school in the hood, and scouts didn't really go to Maceo. Mm-hmm. You know, like they came, but not you know like that. But then you have Hebron where people are coming and they're giving out all this money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, unfortunately, the kids are not deserving. So, yeah. So, I mean, I I feel like that's some black girl magic, what she did. And, I mean, they actually hurt themselves more by doing what they did to her to try to hurt her in retaliation for what she said. Because that's something that could have stayed at that graduation in between the people who were there but they had that huge screw up and now this is a nationwide story yeah so now not only is what she's talked about on a national platform sure y'all's fuck up is actually there too so and also i need y'all to go ahead and take care of that first year of college for her because that was your error you real know? quick and i mean how did we figure out how much, how she, much she got on go yeah, seven thousand so far that's it she needs twenty five thousand. help your girl out i got about ten dollars <laughs> I got five on it. I got five on it. Because DeSoto ISD, y'all need to go on, make that right, make her whole. In other news, in good old Rochester, New York, another situation with a valedictorian. Fix it, Jesus. Fix it, Jesus. But I will say, though, at least they black and they ride to the top. This guy... Um, <laughs> what? Seriously. At, at least they fucking with the black folks. Listen, <laughs> because the Desoto number four, who switched, uh, who was the number four place or whatever, he was also black. With so the they want, yes. What? Not everybody. I know. I'm just. I mean, you know. But anyway, so in Rochester, New York, at a charter school, um, university preparatory charter school, a young man by the name of. Um, he black too. <laughs> <laughs> they all black. <laughs> we black. He black. She black. Oh god. <laughs> microphone black. <laughs> His name is Jason Lovett. He went to um, University Preparatory Charter School for Young Men in Rochester, New York. His story is that he was the first African American student at they call it U Prep high school to um, be a valedictorian and his principal told him that he could not give a speech. Why was he not been able to give a speech? That is the question that we all want to know. Yeah, for real. Like, why does anybody... So, apparently, Jason and the principal had had run-ins previously like Mm -hmm. I think he kind of was a radical student for lack of better words Mm -hmm. um for instance he held a sit-in at the school because um to go on strike I I guess to get like safety equipment for the science classes or something Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um he was just one of those kids that probably was trying to wake up everybody and bring light he was activist on on campus and so I think 
they probably anticipated a controversial valedictorian speech at the graduation. I'm not sure if, you know, the principal knew what the speech was already or if it was just like, mm, nah, I already know what you're yeah, about. Yeah, he said he was never even given a chance. He okay. said they didn't even ask him to give a speech. Wow. So he yeah, just said no. That's, that's wow. low. He asked Principal Joseph Munoz and he just said no. And then the principal is Latin? I guess that's what his last wow. name You know. So the mayor... She black too. <laughs> um, lovely, what's her name? Lovely, lovely Warren. There you go. Yeah. Um, I guess got light of the situation and allowed for the young man to give his speech, um, and then she broadcasted it on her YouTube channel. So I thought that was pretty cool that he had the support of the mayor, of all people, and not his own, you know, principal. It's sad. And it just goes back to show that I believe everything happens for a reason. DeSoto happened, and that was supposed to be within the school at graduation. But because you decided to do things backwards, she was given a platform to really speak about some things. Same thing with uh, Mr. Lovett. He was able to speak to millions of people now. Yep. You know, and that's the mayor of Rochester, New York. Like, come on. How big is that for him? So you not you try to mute him and devalue his purpose. And he's only greater because of that. And he said that in one in his speech. And what's disgusting is I just Googled him because I had to put a face to a name. And the picture that I see is him with a group of black boys behind him and it's like don't use us as your tokens to get this federal or state money or whatever for your charter school and then you want to silence us on the days that count the days that i love black people right right (laughs) my whole life is about black people i have a black friend stand behind me (laughs) while i'm on the news so they look like I care. Like, There's always that one black guy in the back of Trump with all his supporters. Ugh, it's just like, boy, how much they paying you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. They pay, and they paying too. Oh yeah. You know they are. Girl, did y'all see? Can we, a black person. How much they paying? Can we talk about this? <laughs> I feel strong supporter. I would be in the back. You would never see me nobody. They'd be like, bread. Jamie, where you work? I'd be like, Fucked up administration. It's a uh, top secret security clearance. Oh, okay. No, though. Have y'all seen them, them two ladies who support Trump? They named Diamond and Silk. Girl, no. Can why? you get I any more? It's just so staged. Nigga-ish. It's like, staged. It, it, girl, Diamond and Silk. And they paying y'all. Y'all bitches can get some better. Diamond, women. Silk, and Stormy. Like, look at this. It's Stormy. Stormy Daniels. Oh. <laughs> They must all be scribbles. Girl, have y'all seen them? Uh-uh. Look, look at Diamond and Silk, Is the hair blue? As we look Girl, at their... look like my granny wig. Like, why? Trump got y'all out here bad. Uh-huh. Girl, they better be getting some <laughs> some racks Mm-mm. for that damage. Girl, and... Black car revolt. All right, so, now that we're done with all of the stuff that uh, irks our nerves about America today, we're going to talk about some moments in time when we were in high school yes and one of my favorite childhood memories with Audra is her 15th birthday where (laughs) her dad got a hotel room for us and 
We was bad. Like we didn't, we were y'all off were bad. The chain. We didn't deserve. Jamie was square. Y'all but she were was bad. always down for the cause. We were, you know, she might she might roll. <laughs> well, she ain't gonna be caught doing that. Look, she yeah. gonna, she gonna ride, but she ain't gonna die. <laughs> y'all gonna die for real. And so, um, so. <laughs> Audra's dad got a hotel room. It was me, Jamie, Audra, and like, what, three, four other girls? Mm. And um, so I remember I jacked my daddy's bottle of gin. Wait, hold on. You got to start from the beginning. (laughs) What? So he got us a room. And then I guess the hotel had a a hotel, like a birthday room package. Mm -hmm. So when we left the Grand Lux Cafe, we went upstairs and there was a cart in the room stocked with alcohol and mixed drinks. And then it was supposed to be on their side. It was supposed to be. Well, it came with it. But my dad was like, I I guess he forgot to say like, oh, but they're minors. No, but Andre was like, oh, I wonder if my dad got this for us. Didn't yeah, I did. That's what I was like about that. to say. So, like in the room, they had it decorated with balloons and all this kid shit, and like birthday so, cake. So why would it? So come I'm thinking, her? oh, this is for us, legit, because it's all set up. <laughs> so the first thing we did is we started popping bottles, popping champagne, and then my dad knocked on the door. And we panicked. I don't know why we panicked if we thought it was for us, but right. it was just the idea. We knew, we knew, we we knew that shit wrong. wasn't supposed to go down like that. <laughs> so he comes in and they smell it. They're like. <laughs> Who brought alcohol? Nah, what they smelled was that Bombay gin that I had stole from my Lo aunt. and behold, Mahogany came with a bottle. With Prepped. Up. Prepped and ready. With <laughs> So he got upset with us. Like, we didn't get in trouble or anything, but he he really mainly got in the hotel's ass because... He was very disappointed. I think, he, I think they ended up getting the room free because it was like... You provided an error on the hotel's part. Like, why would we have all this kid stuff in here? Yeah, I feel like maybe they forgot it in there because why the fuck would y'all put candy necklaces on the bed and then leave a bottle of champagne? Exactly. That don't make no sense. Exactly. So, yeah. So they confiscated the alcohol, but Mahogany was was TTG, trained to go. Ready to go. Hey, I like that. And (laughs) yes, she had a bottle and we ended up getting plastered (laughs) all of us. At 15, and it was great. Jumping in the bed. What was I doing? I had to drink maybe a sip. Nah, I feel was, like you did. I feel like... I don't think she drank enough gin, because... No, not enough gin. I don't probably. think you would drink gin today. I just feel like I wasn't <laughs> that out of the loop. You was eating your candy necklace and just right. judging it. I was judging off life and candy. Y'all were bad. I'm a rye, but I ain't gonna die. Jamie's our sober sister mm. for life. Yes, she mm. is. So yeah, that so that was fun. what else? <sighs> a fun time. Shout out to Kristen. We were drunk in the bathroom. Yeah. Falling all in the tub and shit. It was great. Oh my god. It was fun. There's just so many memories from high school. <sighs> I mean, high school in general at Hebron. The memory that I have, I was always with Audra though. I just remember during that period, I was always with either Audra mama or Audra daddy. And the funny thing, 4th of July just passed. Mm -hmm. We were always at Kaboom Town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They took us to Kaboom Town all the time. So I just remember that. I just remember us always being together, being in the house. I remember walking into your home. I don't know I don't have any funny stories, but it's reminiscent on our relationship Mm -hmm. and friendship. Coming into the home, do you remember? I already know what he's gonna say. How my dad would like play music. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that time? 
Girl, oh, my dad is bougie, okay? <laughs> okay, he's one of those black people. Love you, daddy. Daddy. <laughs> but, but they like have, like, they, he's a piano player for one. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a band and all that. He's into jazz. So they really have, like, a love for, like, classical music and stuff. So they would play, like, classical music <laughs> in the background. Uh-uh. And so one day Jamie came over. She's like, where'd that music coming from? <laughs> A small radio, oh like under God. the chair or something. But how about no? He had the same station playing, and every like there was one in every room. In every room, so wow. I'm thinking a surround sound, right? Wow. Built on the house. Ring, <laughs> He black too. <laughs> wow. So like, so I'm like, oh, really? She's going right now, y'all. She, she just trying to. She, she's going gracefully. No, I'm not. I just remember going into the house. I was like, all oh, that music, like I'll just say. And then our dad was like, well, there's a radio right here. And then I think there was another one in the kitchen, uh-huh. one probably near the stairs. They had uh-huh. a big old house. And so it was like, and I thought it was surround sound. So that was so funny that you know, I'm going to say that. I guess no, we still do this. Funny. No, he has surround sound. He has Bluetooth? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Every so radio funny. was turned to the same station. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, when you go. It was a vibe. It and was a nice vibe. It was on some new ish. Oh my God. No, I loved your house. And she so loved fun. my dad. Y'all had like a little bond. We did. Your house was so like homie and oh, keep going I was just providing some classical arrangements in the background was that what that That's was, what was? <laughs> no <laughs> cut that out let's go back further because y'all left Hebron after a while <laughs> yeah we did yeah we, we left, left the parties we left, left after trick or treating in Castle Hills <sighs> shout out to Chris German and the German family appreciate y'all for all it for us to be ratchet we really appreciate all the parties Castle Hills hated us Girl. I mean, I just had the biggest crush on Chris German. I ain't gonna lie. He had a body. Mm. I mean, you know. He had a body? I feel like he was kind of swollen. Like, I just remember his Shout lips. out to Amber. He used to lick them lips. Oh, but he used one to put on sister. chapstick. He used to put on this chapstick that tastes like vanilla. Do y'all remember that he used like, to be naked all the goddamn him. time? Girl, I remember I went to Matthew yeah. Leatherwood's house and he, he opened the door naked. I was just, just like, just, was Chris German, not Matthew. And I was just like, wait a minute, I wasn't ready. Yes, <laughs> he was always trying to. He used to like run out the run out the locker room. I want to pay for Yes, he was out the But he's married now. Is he? Oh. Yeah, and has children, and um, <laughs> I think he's a uh, what's he a cop? Is he a cop is or a firefighter? It's he's a public servant. He's a public servant. I want to say he's a firefighter though, because his okay. dad's a firefighter, but I can't remember. Oh, that that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Who was y'all high school crush? Oh, uh, who was that? <laughs> you said who I, you know what? I didn't really like date guys at Hebron because they were all like ugh, but there were like some like, guys were like bitches. Right. <laughs> Kennedy was fine. Hey, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who else? Chris German. I'm not going to mention Sam. my high school crush. What's his last name? embarrassing. Oh, I actually got to hit one of my high school crushes. It was great. Who, girl? I ain't going to say his you name. You hit him? Oh, does. He's G-code. I think he, I don't know if he married now. I, don't, I ain't going to say his name, though. Oh, hit. <sighs> Who was fine to y'all? Damn, Is Jamie. Hit me and I hit it. I hit oh, it. Hit, hit it, hit it when I hit the dash. <laughs> Damn, I'm like, hit it. Wait, hit it. Or Jamie, you can't say 
said nothing in code with Jamie. Like you can't post Jamie a status the type on of Facebook. Person to expose a secret. Yeah, you can't post a accident. status on Facebook like subliminally. Jamie be like, "Who you talking about? You remember you talking about that time you fell and your drawers came off? Right. First name, last name. What? Who? First name, last. First name, last. I heard her finally say hit. So when she say hit, who she hit? Like, yeah. Literal by the literal sense. I never heard her use the word hit. I was. So. That's like a dude term. I get so. that. I, I know what it means. I See, didn't they're wanna, trying to play me. I y'all. didn't want to say they're trying to play the me. actual word. I didn't, you know. Damn. I said all mine. Y'all aren't even talking about who was fine to you. Like <sighs> that would give away what I just said. Everybody likes Kennedy. I didn't like him. I just thought he was. I cute. mean, I thought it was fine. Patrick I, Robinson. I don't think y'all were there when he was there. No, we weren't. Gone. Gone. I thought my high school boyfriend was cute. Shout out. We you know, know who, who that you is. are. <laughs> right, I mean, <laughs> shout out. You know who you are. I had a couple high school boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> we did not even okay. talk about them. Like, God. Okay, God. enough light on them. But oh, can we actually talk about, while we're talking about boyfriends and everything like that, this is melanated minds. And mm-hmm. our minds are definitely melanated. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about how in high school, all these black guys dated all these white girls. Ooh. I'm going there. We go, go there. I'm ready. Got back dough. I got back dough. <laughs> <laughs> they dated all these white girls, and some were, you know, some actually had, and I have nothing against, you know, interracial relationships. Interracial relationships. Right. It's just putting out there. But they dated these white girls, and for me, it was the white girls dated these black guys with reason and it was calculated sure mm-hmm. and then a lot of them you see now stop dating the black guys can i also interject and say that these black guys also dated these white girls with reason and it was calculated absolutely it was, no, that goes without saying speak it hashtag that's that goes without saying it was calculated sure. true it was and so then they stopped dating them but what i've seen most recently is that they will these white girls stop dating these black guys like done and wrong of course and then they'll go back to what we call it Audra Miley Cyrus syndrome (laughs) they go back to Liam Neeson you vulture the shit out of our culture and then ran your ass back to the ranch Mm. what was I thinking he tried to rape me we don't talk about that though Mm. nah you know I think it's 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 really hard to just put like a blanket on it all because it is case by case I know it's some ain't shit dudes out there you know yeah, every sure. race but it's interesting you know it's like the Kim Kardashian you just waiting on her to do Kanye wrong mm-hmm. you already know cause she's calculated she calculates every move you know all her moves are calculated so but I don't know Nothing against interracial relationships either. It's just, it's just interesting that they would never date a black guy today Mm -hmm. because of that. My problem for both of them on both sides is both of you come into this thing for something other than the fact that you simply love the person, right? Mm-hmm. So, white girl, you tired of little dicks. You want, <laughs> you want some some BBD. It's what's in. And yeah, you know, you want some BBD. It ain't what's in like that. They've always loved it. They've just, you know, it's, interesting. You know, they've always loved it. It's just been a thing of like 
am I going to be open and out with this? I think our generation is more like, fuck you, dad. I'm going with Tyrell. <laughs> <laughs> Not Tyrell. You know what? Let me just say this really quick and I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Uh, but. But. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit a heartstring because going back to slavery, mm-hmm. the white men wanted us too. Mm-hmm. And they do. And we were it's raped. It's melanin, child. Mm-hmm. Girl. So it's interesting. It's like, we're the fad. Yeah, and not to a, a point. It's not even a fad. It's a fetish. It's, it's not a, a fetish. It's not a fad. Ooh, but to a point. Yeah, because a fad is here today, gone tomorrow. True. This is a fetish. It's like you want them to. You want to. You always want to be with a black woman or a black man, but is it socially accepted by society for you to do so? Or and are then, you willing to stay around through all that comes with being the, with uh, the black Yeah, man? yeah, yeah, yeah. Are no, you down? but are we you are. Down? Yeah. Fingers. You riding, but yeah. you ain't dying. Yeah, yeah, And so, ride. you know. And yeah, that's real. And then, you know, I've met black guys who they want to be with a white girl because of the benefits or, sure. or to be with a white woman in spite of a black woman. Thank you. Instead of actually just loving the woman that Thank he's with, you. period. And so it's like, you ain't shit nigga. A black girl ain't gonna deal with no ain't shit nigga for too long, right? Right. And so you go with this white girl thinking that she gonna put up with your ain't shittedness. Yeah. However, she gonna get tired of your shit too. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh, damn. You know, it's like... It's me. Yeah, it's me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not with her because I love her. I'm with her because I thought I could get away with more. Or mm. she would tolerate more. And she ain't gonna nag me. Or she ain't gonna... Yeah, they gonna nag too when they get tired of your ass. Yeah. yeah, and I think that is... That's the point. But don't... For my whole thing, don't be... Like Mahogany said, be with a woman, a white woman, in spite of a black woman. Mm-hmm. Don't put us down as black people in high school it's like we can't date the black guys because they all were white girls okay cool so it was easy it was easy and don't put us down oh well I don't want to date her because her hair like this I don't want to date her because she has attitude or I want it, my kids to look like this I've heard a black woman say that before yeah so, that's awful you know I want to no date yeah I want to date a white man so I can mm-hmm. have pretty kids yeah. and it's like you hate yourself what are that you saying much. right she's saying that she's ugly and that a white are... man would make her look better yeah, or right. a white man would make her kids beautiful because her jeans aren't enough there's a hashtag going around right now that's hashtag make more mixed babies or yeah and it's like what is that yeah the it's baby's disgusting. not disgusting. Let's be clear. I'm just not saying the baby's no, disgusting. No, the, 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 the idea. The idea. The thought process and the self-hatred yeah. of it all. Yeah. And what it's doing to us. Mm-hmm. Because Mixed we already baby. have that. We already have those issues within our own race as black women. Light-skinned. My mother is a light-complected black woman and got picked on and Actually, called names and was not, was mm-hmm. not you know, accepted or not black enough. And then, you know, we go to school in the suburbs and we talk white or... Mm-hmm. What a, it's just ridiculous the hate that's within our own community and so the last thing we need is and then especially today where we have all these issues with our, our black men and the system in jail or being k- killed by cops Yep. it's just and so you want to date these men but you don't want to deal with those real problems that come not gonna die but it. gonna ride yeah and that's why when I see a black couple, it's just, uh, it's beautiful to me. It's yes, it black is. love is beautiful. And yes, I am, I am, you know, I'm proud of that. I had someone tell me one of her friends actually dated this guy. 
she was dating him. She, all she dates are quote unquote black guys, right? And they went to dinner and they were talking and he kept on talking about the stuff that was happening within our black community. And she went back and told my friend who's also African uh, American and she said, well, all he does is talk about black issues all day. I don't want to hear him talk about black issues. She wants him to act so, like his world doesn't exist. Exactly. You want him to go on the church, be cute, arm candy, fuck you right in bed, look good when you get out of the shower, all this surface bullshit, but you can't deal with the stuff that comes after the doors are closed. When you know, And the when, fact that you think of it as him, it, she's basically saying that he's nagging about, uh-huh. or he's crying about problems and it's like you need to either accept what he's saying to you and learn from it or just shut the fuck up or let him know that you don't want to hear about that so he can go ahead and leave your ass uh, mm. and as a married woman <laughs> you talk to your significant other for support for right. advice for counsel you can't do that for him you ain't gonna be around long anyway cause he gonna go find that yeah or and that's what the thing too with the black guys though it's like you will deal with that until and then you find purpose in us as black women Mm -hmm. now when this shit didn't work out now Mm -hmm. you're like oh i've been missing that that's what i need it's like so now you need me now you want to be with me for the benefits that i have as a black woman now you want me to be your support your foundation oh and even then still do us wrong you know yeah for a while and then so how about we just like stop fetishizing fetish is that did i say that right Fetishizing. Stop. Stop. Right. (laughs) Stop being with people for any other reason than to be with them. You don't date a white girl because you want pretty kids. You don't date a white man because you want pretty kids. You date a white man or a white woman because you genuinely love them. Not about their money. Not about because you think they're not going to behave the way a black man or woman would. Just be with who you love and who loves you Mm -hmm. and not try to go another way or whatever to spite your own race because you're, you know, essentially shitting on your mama and your daddy and your grandma and your grandpappy and and all your ancestors who were here because of slavery and probably raped by these other races for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's not. So moving to a lighter note, <laughs> when we listen, the minds are definitely melanated tonight. What was your favorite memory in high school? Jeez, mm, that's so hard. Mm. That was four years. Man, <laughs> I used to love passing periods. Ooh. Right. Oh, passing period. Because like everybody was out and being goofy, mm-hmm. and they, you know, after a while they started limiting that time frame. You know, no, no talking, just go. Like who Girl. does that? So, I have to interject here because I went, I moved to a different school. I moved to Frisco, and I did not want to let Hebron go. <laughs> So I would stay on the phone with my friends who were still going to Hebrew, like trying to stay in the loop on what was going on at school. Right. And I remember when this happened, because um, I would talk to Alex. And I remember Alex, shout out to Alex Blanks. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. <laughs> um, Alex called me. She was like, girl, you won't believe what happened at school today. Fight. There was this fight. And now we got to go straight to class. Yep. We can't stop and talk. We nope. can't do nothing. And so this is what I'm just saying. I'm yeah. Gonna finish. It's crazy. She was there. They, you know, I don't remember how long it used to be, but it was like now after that situation, it was a bad fight too. But they basically were like, 
don't talk, just go to class. And that only lasted for so long. Mm. And they would, like, come move you along if you mm. tried to stop and, like, hey. So, passing periods for me, mm-mm. I, you know, I had a few friends, but, <laughs> <laughs> like, anywhere I went, I wasn't, like, in a pack. I couldn't, I'm not a pack person. So, I get my two or three friends and keep it there. And what I do remember is from the friends that I did have, we used passive periods as a time to exchange letters. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. like even when we had text messages, we would still write letters because we had to press. Remember how text messaging was back then? Yeah. You had to press like three times for E and, you know. I so. bet kids don't even write letters anymore. Hell no. No, they don't. They might though because, you know, some schools allow you to have your text, your phone, but they're not but free. There's Instagram, there's Snapchat, there's yeah. Duo, there's True. all these avenues of communication. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like it's ancient to write a yeah. letter true I love love letters and I love those yeah, oh yeah I'm just uh I hope y'all don't have no letters for me. I don't know what I was on. I'm pretty sure that if they they if I do, they'll be at my parents' house. But no letters, and then you put the date, mm-hmm. and then you put the song. What the song? This the song the that made me think about you. Ooh, I love you. Yeah, Ooh, I love you. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. and then we would get real fancy with the way we folded it. You remember uh-huh. that with the little pull tab? Uh-huh. Ooh, so extra. Or folded it to a heart. Pay attention. Why are you not paying attention? <laughs> but what about the journals? I know Jillian and her group. They had a journal. We had a journal. Did we have oh, a interesting. journal. Interesting. Yeah, like that. a whole journal. So you wouldn't have to pass a note. You pass the journal. I had a journal. And you folded it over. I had a journal with my friends. That's too much proof. Yeah. yeah. That's too much proof. Yeah. yeah. My I mama went through my stuff. One of my friends yeah. got our journal yeah. taken in class because it was so obvious when the whole point was for it to not be obvious right journals <laughs> after school when the buses came oh, everybody be yes. outside that was fun that yeah. was football games parties yeah parties the mall you remember valley view used to be popping vista ridge <laughs> valley view <laughs> By the Galleria? I didn't go to Valley. I didn't go. Well, it I was to Valley when I lived in North Dallas. It was Stonebriar over here. Yes. Yeah, Stonebriar oh, and Stonebriar. Bougie and Bougie. No, it was Valley View. Yes. No, 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 no. Not Valley Ridge. View. Vista Ridge, yes. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I remember Vista Ridge was kind of fun. And you but... go to the whack-ass movies at Vista Ridge. Yes. And that was yep. like a thing. Now it's Music City Mall. That was my oh, first day. I that name. At Vista Ridge? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Who's that with? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> he black, too. He black. <laughs> he black. I ain't saying no names. My memories, obviously, I think were just playing sports. But at Hebron, Hebron was different than any other school. Any other school. Hebron was grind, dirty, towel pushing. What? I had to push towels. For what? Because I was late for practice. Oh, for oh, practice. <laughs> we had like 5.30 practice. Like, so I, I remember that, but I did love the sports and being able to leave school. 5.30 a.m.? What? Yeah, That's not fair. Like, what if your parent, you're not, that's you why can't I was late. drive. That's not, you shouldn't have to do that. Look, that's why I was late. <laughs> 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 How bad I not? That's, yeah, no, I was late, so they'll make me push towels. I'll come in and be like, you know, Jamie, you're late all the time, blah, blah, so I've had to push towels. But I did love that. But in high school, even when I moved from um, Hebron, 
it, I felt like at DHS, didn't I? We were never at school. If you play sports, mm-hmm. we were never there. That's why I joined a track team. Oh, yeah, because because <laughs> we live so far out. And so when we had to leave for track meets, Gone. it was all day. all day. You left early in the morning, didn't come back till late at night. Mm-hmm. Same with basketball, same with volleyball. Because we lived in Denton, we had to go to like Decatur and Sanger and um, Sherman for all of our games. So we were never there. We were never in school. I rarely remember being in school in high school. Yep, that's why I joined the track team. I went to a track meet with Jamie, freshman year at Hebron, and I was just going as the supportive friend because we were always together. <laughs> Ooh, no matter boys. No matter what she had to do. Oh my gosh. Girl, I'd have been to so many like tournaments and track meets and games with Jamie's ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the boys. And so, yeah, that's why I joined was because of the boys because there was this boy fine. at the track meet and I was like, Ooh, who is your, your friend? I, I wants that and so I gave him my number and then he, he called, called me oh. and then he was black too he was black too <laughs> <laughs> no they were fine but the best ones was to go to um ooh back again with Chris German but anyways off oh, German sorry please um we would go back to the black schools like mm-hmm. Duncanville track we didn't get that you know man we were deprived of a lot of cultural things like <laughs> in the burbs so when you went to a black meet or a black like, football game it was like oh I love black people oh we gonna see some real niggas we yes <laughs> for real we all black we out here <laughs> And you get cute for the track meets and the basketball yeah, yeah. games. You like it. Why are you getting this cute for? Uh, well, because, you know, you right. never know when you're going to meet little Ray Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on. Speaking of Ray Ray, this is giving me a terrible flashback to a guy that Jamie hooked me up oh, with. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. His name was Ray, right? Uh-huh. And this was in the day there was no social media. There was no nothing. And so you're nope. just talking on the phone. You don't know what they look like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, oh, my God. He was cute with his mouth No, clothes. the fuck he was with not. His mouth oh no. no, his mouth no. That's horrible. No, that was the dude you was talking to, boo. I forgot who it was. No. His you name mean- was Chris. It was Chris. No, you talking about the one when we went with Darren? No, right? no, that was, I that was pretty. Darren. No, that was pretty tea. That was. See, look, look, look. Hold on, hold on. Can, can I have a moment of silence? Can I have a moment of silence for oh all of the times I was Jamie's wing woman yeah. and she hooked me up with some his friend cute too. Ugly dudes every time. Oh, ugly. Well, little and, and, and it's so bad that she got them mixed up because. <laughs> so Ray Raymond. He was this little Weasley ass dude. I wonder what he looked like now. Probably still Weasley. <laughs> and it was disgusting, bro. Like, oh my God. And I never saw him. And so like he had to like mail me a picture. He, no. He mailed wow. a picture to my house. And oh my God. Like, and I don't like short guys. Um, I'm trying to change my ways, but if I was short back then and he was even shorter than me. He was short. Like, he looked like an elementary school kid. Get on your knees. So, so, yeah. So, there was Raymond, and then there was Pretty T. <laughs> I went to the movies with Jamie and this dude named Darren. Shout out, Darren. Shout out. And he had a friend. His name was 
when I asked him what his name was, he said, my name Tony, but all the hoes called me pretty too. No, he Tony did. it is. Yes. You don't remember that? Uh-huh. He said, my name Tony, but all the hoes called me pretty T. Oh, and so me and Jamie looked at each other and we were like, Tony. <laughs> Tony. Yes. <laughs> Oh I'm sorry. Um, charge it to my head, not my heart. Like, you owe me for life for that. But, oh, my God. For awkward social situations that, that I've endured in the name of you. Anyway. Oh I remember Jamie used to talk on the phone in the shower. Jamie used to talk on the phone, like, all damn day. She would day. take a shower with the phone. I'm yeah. like, what you doing? Day. Taking a shower? Like, bitch, you gonna get electrocuted? <laughs> It's cordless, bitch. You bold, like oh wash your ass and call me back. No, I'm good. What's up? What you doing? I was like, girl. No, but don't trip because me and my Heidi still do that. We do. Yes. <laughs> and, and even though we can't talk, she's like, I can't hear. I ain't got no house phone, and like, I'm, I'm not shower. finna be in the shower with my cell phone. Like, waterproof. Buddy. It is, but still, like, no. I need this Mine moment to myself. Oh well. Oh my God, that is so funny. This has been so great catching up. Yes, it has. I know. Oh. I haven't even seen Jamie in like I know eight years. Really? It's been eight years. Seven. Dang. It's been seven years. I'll be married seven years in December. Oh my. God. You know what? I think she came over when we first. I'm sorry. When we first lived off Southwest. But even then, that's like seven years ago. Oh my Did God. God. And One that's time. what makes friendship good because it doesn't feel like it's been that long. At all. Mm-hmm. And I right. think that's what genuine friendship is when it hasn't been, well, when it has been a long time and you just click right when you mm-hmm. where you left off. Um, so we are going to close this segment with words of wisdom, I guess we yeah. will say. Yeah, Jamie came up with the awesome idea. Instead of doing our quote that we would... Um, drop a line about what we would have told our younger selves back then knowing what we know now out of respect we're going to have Audra go first she's our guest type sheet (laughs) Um, let's see probably this is probably so basic but um, you know when you're in high school that's all you see you have no far sight, right? Like all you're worried about is what's right in front of you. You don't have a grasp of reality past high school and adulthood. So I would just remind myself that hey, you know, this is just a minute in a lifetime. Like don't make decisions that affect your forever mm-hmm. and don't stunt your growth by not reaching your fullest potential because Mm -hmm. adulthood lasts way longer than high school and I think a lot of kids in every way be it sports pushing yourself to be good in sports to so that you might get a scholarship or grades or boys getting pregnant having sex doing drugs like it applies on every level so just remind myself as a young girl that you know, I need to make the best decisions so that, you know, high school only lasts for a minute. So that's probably what I would say. That's real. I would say to remember that high school is high school. So when you're there, don't alter who you are 
or your being for other people or around you or to save face or to save your reputation because when everything is said and done high school is left behind and you do into the real world and people who you thought were important or people who you might have allowed to sorry people you might have allowed to affect your life and make you make decisions that weren't rash or look at who you are become insecure and start questioning who you are after high school they're obsolete and they don't matter so don't alter who you are change who you are for the comfort of people around you remember to you're constantly growing and during high school that is a really big growing period and if you decide to go to college that's going to help you transition into college because you've started to lay your platform so just remember to continue being your most genuine self and do what you want to do do what makes you happy despite what everybody else might think around you and whether that's friendships if you want to be friends with somebody be friends with someone if you want to love somebody love that person despite what everyone else might say that's what i think that's great mine would be um i think i had a good grasp on who i was at the time um but my main thing for myself would have been to apply to that school that's far away that you don't think you should go so far away to Um, Don't be afraid to truly leave the nest and get away from life as you know it to experience something new. Um, That time in our lives back then, you know, we only had that time once. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's something that I really wish I would have taken advantage of a little bit more. And, you know, if if I wanted to go to school in California, fuck the out-of-state tuition, just go. You know, quit worrying about the logistics and just you know, fulfill your desires because, you know, once you have kids and have families and responsibilities that are, that keep you tied to one place, you don't have that freedom to roam like you would have as a 17 or 18 year old. Um, And so that would have been my main thing was to, if you want to go, go. If you want to be free to fly, do that. Don't stay behind out of fear or, you know, just I guess fear of being out of your comfort zone get out of your comfort zone and do what you really want to do I love that mm-hmm. and young girl everybody is not your best friend Ooh. do you remember we used Ooh. to say that for everybody yep. like that's my best friend your mama best always friend. told you Ooh, that is I was just about to say true. that and when your mama your sister your auntie tell you I see some of this person I don't like. Mm-hmm. Better watch out. Yep. Listen mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's wisdom. Listen I them. listened to my mama, though. She told me, she was like, these bitches going to be here today, going tomorrow. Because I try to come to her and be like, mama, this girl said this about me. And my mama be like, <laughs> my mama be like, mama, I'm busy. I ain't got time. You ain't going to be talking to this bitch in two years. Let it go. Right. That's and wisdom. she was a thousand percent right. Yeah. I'm still here. You may, right, that's, this is like a very, uh, this is an anomaly, but mm-hmm. you might keep in touch with people from college, you know, yeah. like, I don't talk to really anybody from high school, and I am fine, like, it, it's, it's just a twinkle of an eye of yeah. time, and it's, seems like everything right now, but it's, 
Yeah. And something my mom also taught me that I think everyone should know is learn how to treat people or how to handle people in your life. Because um, I'm the type of person, you make me mad, you did. Like, I don't know you. I ain't talking to you. You know, even if I might want to, because that's just how I handled my frustration or my hurt was to just, you don't exist in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Momo, no, you cannot do that. You, you know, you might want that relationship, but you learn, okay, this door has to be closed when you're dealing with this person. Or, you know, you might want to be friends with that messy bitch, but you can't tell that messy bitch all your business. Or, you know, and so just... Placement, for sure. Yeah, learning how to have boundaries with yourself. Just because a person is your friend, they don't need to know your life story. And And that person... Keep it at that. That person that you have all these issues with might one day be your husband. You know, you're gonna have to learn how to eat the fish and spit the bones out. Ooh, mm-hmm. And or it might be your boss. You can't just mm-hmm. quit because you don't like somebody. Yeah. Like real yeah. life will force you to learn to learn how to <laughs> cope and deal and you know. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Y'all uh, speaking the truth. Y'all talking about friends and husbands. Ooh. <sighs> um, the season I am in is boundaries for sure. And mm. to point that out behind, I think you made a good point with your mom I had a friend who I would tell her everything and it's like cool cool but she didn't have that same boundary with me I mean she yeah she had a boundary so it's like family's off limits I was like well should I stop telling you stuff because you don't tell me anything but you want to explore that but I can't Mm -hmm. fault her for that because that was her boundary Mm -hmm, looking in now as we're having this conversation I'm still growing. I ain't ready to talk to that person yet. But <laughs> that is a real thing. And yeah. so that's something that I, me and Mahogany talk about a lot is definitely setting boundaries, whether it's with families, friends, in the workplace, because it's so important. And it got me to being hurt and, you know, go through all these Somebody loud-ass dog barking. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. The lack of setting boundaries got me to a point to where I've been hurt, where I've been embarrassed, where I've been out of my comfort zone. So setting boundaries is huge. And that's the season that I'm in and I'm going to stay in because you have to have boundaries. I love that. Mm -hmm. I need to do that. It's And it's hard to set boundaries after you've been given a reason why you should have set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Because when you set boundaries, you're expecting people to listen to that boundary listen mm-hmm. this is how it's going to be moving forward mm-hmm. but you know it's hard to set that boundary after the fact after you so already let them be up front and setting a boundary there's no doubt in anyone's mind that that boundary is there let me not cross Jamie or let me not you know what I mean so that's that's real very good I like that yeah all right I had so much fun y'all thank y'all for having thank me thank you for you too. had me back <laughs> we we are black and you gonna be back. Okay. <laughs> we hope that y'all were able to go down memory lane with your high school friends or just in your car or wherever you're listening. It's fun to take some time just to remember the things when we were younger and now we're adults. So as we go on, we remember all the times we together as our lives change somewhat ever
because I don't know the words. We will still be friends forever. Come on, Harmony. Thank you all for listening. Bye. He black, she black, he black, they black.